What is up? It's your boy, Chris. Now, you're probably thinking, what is this guy doing on an intro? He isn't on the Carrying Crown show. Well, you're right. But thanks to all the HLP patrons who pitched in to meet the $1,000 goal, this crew is doing a second show. And they made the mistake of letting me in on that, so you know it's going to be wild. We are coming in hot with the Curse of the Crimson Throne AP converted to Tui. The Bestow Curse podcast is in the works, so be on the lookout for details on the release coming soon. Let me tell you, I've seen firsthand the love and focus this gang has put into the pod and the network, and they are really bringing it with this new show. I'm a fan first and foremost, and to see this passion project grow with your support has me so excited about the future of this network. One last thing, the diehard dice code is changing. So once it hits April, use that hideous dash APR to get 15% off your order and support the show. Without further ado, Please welcome episode 138, Baby's Day Bout. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 138. We had some visions in this old house. Before we get back to it, Emily, what are you drinking? Today I have a Rheingeist Glow Fruited Sour. A lot of sours pack quite the punch, but this one is relatively smooth, so you can drink quite, quite a lot of it. Which is nice. Well, it is a Saturday, so see how we do. <laughs> Speaking of drinking quite a lot, Steve, you have a growler over there. What, yes, what, what's sir. Uh, yeah, we were recording a couple of these back to back to to get our bank back together. And frankly, I don't really know what I'm drinking. So a while ago, I went to this brewery called Outer Belt and had a very, very, very good beer. It it was it had something to do with sugar cookie. It's got this vanilla flavor to it. It's almost like a daybreak from Wolf's Ridge without the coffee in it. Um, but I didn't catch the name of it then, or rather I caught it and forgot it. And when I tried to look it back up on the website, I think they rotated it off the tap. So I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but it's really good. I got 64 ounces of it and I'm planning on taking all of it today. How old's the growler? Um, Month-ish? Month and a half? Right. As long as it still tastes good to you. It's great. <laughs> Brooks tried it. He liked it. It was pretty good. It's very crisp. All right. What are you drinking? I have... Well, I'll start with my boring drink, which is really just uh, gin and club soda. And as a sidecar, I have... A Coca-Cola with coffee, vanilla flavored. This is the first time I've tried it, and I am on the fence about it. Not because I can't decide if I like like it or not, but it is on so different ends of the spectrum that I have to give it an okay for being so crazy and kind of working. Yeah. 
Spoiler alert, it's not good. It's also not a mixed beverage. This is something the Coca-Cola company makes in a can. Yes. And you can taste the flavors very distinctly. Like, first, it's Coca-Cola, and then it's coffee, vanilla, and it tastes kind of like you're having Starbucks. It was quite the combo. Ridiculous. Things that probably shouldn't go together. (laughs) (laughs) But they work. Kind of. Speaking to somebody that's about to do work, Haley, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a cherry vanilla ice with caffeine. Nice. As for me, I have the Patreon beverage. Uh, speaking of ice, this one's called the Articuno. I think it's uh, from Alex Giordano. That's correct. That correct. Well, he knows that I like Pokemon. This is hypnotic gin, lime juice, and club soda. It's pretty good. Well, we don't have to roll off. Brooks is next. That's right. So when last we met our heroes, they had done some exploring in the Endiamede house. They figured out their confusion condition and managed to not kill each other, which kudos for eight rounds of confusion. Spent some time whiling away, looking over the pond, staring at each other through windows. But you succeeded um, at, at... getting out of that confused state and you did a bit of looking around, you healed the horse and you examined this great hall and found some interesting information that it is an ancient druidic circle. Uh, You found some sort of wrinkled brown seed maybe, but it didn't seem like a seed that comes from any plant you guys know. And then Eclipse had a vision of someone giving birth on this altar. Very strange. And that's where we find ourselves. Out of character, I might think that the uh, the seed pod is an egg. Just a guess, though. An egg. Maybe. Maybe. It does seem like this could be... Uh, used to call forth something from another plane. Well, if something starts hatching in Matumbe's pocket, he'll let everybody know. Yeah. Just know, if Matumbe's pocket starts wiggling around, it's not because he's happy to see you. Not at all. I certainly am not going to be digging my hands into his pockets willy-nilly, so. I mean, can you even control your hand? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that makes it okay i guess if as, if i can't control it then am i really in his pockets just Cro- gm fiat that you're in his pockets <laughs> <laughs> ethical dilemma okay so you've you've looked around this room what's your plan now there are a couple rooms in the hallway you came from that you haven't yet explored there is a whole nother wing to the Uh, south that you have not yet explored. When we were walking around the outside of the house, when we heard the baby making noises, we were on the... You're on the eastern side of the building. Eastern side, okay. Right around the rubble is where you heard the sound. So realistically, middle of that wing could really be anywhere on that side, but you do think it's likely on the first floor. I think that's where we would want to go 
next then? That's our primary objective right now is to find that child. Absolutely. Okay, well, there is not a way to go to that wing. Uh, actually, you can, if you if you kind of climb over the stairs there, you, you encounter a similar hallway to the last hallway, and there's a door to your right and your left. The door to your right, you think, just leads right back to that little atrium from the front entrance. The door to your left, you're not sure where that goes, and then there's a door uh, all the way to the south, that enters another, you know, another room on that side, and a door next to that, again to the right. Can we perception check to see if we can hear the crying again and maybe narrow down where we need to go? Sure. I was channeling uh, my other character, Divino, as I rolled a natural one on this perception <laughs> for a thirteen. <laughs> Griff, tell me where the baby's at with a 43. Holy shit! Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you don't hear any crying. It oh, seems no. they've, um, they've either calmed the baby down or something more sinister. So you're not sure. You don't hear anything. Okay. I'm trying to think of what's the, the best way to make an educated guess about what door to go through. Obviously not the one that goes back to the atrium. We can figure that out. But we have a couple other options. Is it just open the doors and see what we can do? Or do you, Griff, do you think it's reasonable for us to kind of be able to assume which one of these doors may be the right way to go based on where we heard the crying? You think you'd probably have to go south to get to the area that had the rubble, but you can't see the rubble right now. But other than that, you kind of heard the crying pretty briefly. And as you went around the building, you didn't necessarily keep hearing it but it was again it was you think someone probably had to have quieted the baby cared for the baby or something well fellow players i'd say we just pick one yeah yeah does anybody have a decent stealth score that could open up the door and peek in and close it depending on what's on the other side bear bear certainly does have the uh well, a, a bit of stealth, but based on everything that's happened so far in this whole area, Griffin, is it worth it to continue like stealthily move around at all? Like I said, there's it's pretty hard to hear through these solid okay. stone walls, but if you were to open a door into a room, you might want to stealth. If there's something on the other side of that, you could potentially sneakily open the door instead of just bust it open and make your presence known. Okay, as long as it's worth it. Yeah, so I rolled a dice so that we are not going to do any decisions, especially because we don't know what door to pick. Uh, I did one, two, three, and I rolled dice two is what was selected, which is that middle door. So let's... Try that one first. Sound good? Air yeah. Bear? Mm-hmm. Fine with that. Freya's going to give Air Bear some guidance. Okay, so you're what, going to roll your, What's a... your stealth there, Air Bear? 15. Oh, yeah, take it. Total 28. Okay, with a 28, you open the door, and it doesn't make a ton of sound. You compensate for the squeaky hinge, and you look in. It's a bedroom. Its furniture looks soaked and reduced to rotten heaps of wood. Uh, And portions of the ceiling and east wall have collapsed 
you can see a little bit of the outside through here. Uh, you think this is the other side of that collapse Got that it. you saw from the outside. Further, you can see upstairs. You can, I mean, you can just make out that you would be able to look upstairs if you went into the room. Okay. Do I need to do a perception check or anything to see if a if if there's a, a cradle in here or like rocking chair to signify it would be a living uh, like a nursery? No, you definitely don't need to make a check here. It's all rotten furniture and it doesn't look like anything's moving in here. So okay, so yeah, it does not seem to be much in here, but the uh, for future reference. We may want to use this room to get on the second floor. Understood. I say we continue. And then I close the door. All right. Odds even. I rolled a die and we got evens. So evens is the one uh, closest to the druidic circle. Okay. Want to give me another stealth here? Freya gives guidance again. All right. Another 28. 28 again. Uh, again, you're able to open this relatively quietly. You see that the eastern wall and ceiling of this room have collapsed, and the grand table in the center has been smashed beneath the weight of a ruined lead and glass chandelier that fell on it a long time ago. If you look into the room, you see that to the north, there is another door. Okay. This seems to be some sort of uh, dining hall. And the only thing I can see from here is the room in the back might have been the uh, galley to the kitchen. What do you guys say? Does it look like there are like footprints and dust moved around or does it look relatively untouched? To make a survival check for that. What about (laughs) this? Is is the... uh, the table in this room as uh, rotted away as the furniture in the room previously. That's not going to matter because everything in this is rotted away. Yeah, this is fairly rotted away too just because of the fact that again, a portion of this wall is collapsed and so there's there's some exposure. You can also see upstairs from this room. Okay. I'm going to take a look for some tracks or something. Oh, dear. Okay. That is going to be a 19 survival check, 22 if it's traps. Tracks. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you see, as you start from this hallway, you see tracks going in both directions. So you see some tracks going to the south, and you see tracks that lead to the the north, presumably, like, right through that door. So you're actually seeing tracks in a couple spots. It looks like the tracks came straight from that um, that atrium. So somebody came in and went this direction and probably did exactly what you're doing. Kind of went through the rooms. Okay. Someone has been here before us. They've kind of walked around everywhere. I say we check out this third door before going to the door Air Bear just found. Clear out this wing before moving any further. And again, because we're trying to be stealthy, Eclipse will just kind of nod. Sure, so you're heading in. And Freya gives more guidance. (laughs) This is the one that didn't do quite as hot. 
20, 30, 20. 30, 20. You open the door here, and though the walls of this room are still intact, it's pretty clear that the roof above has sustained damage. You're seeing little beams of light. The floor of the chamber bears a sizable puddle in which the rotten remnants of a settee sit. A bidet? Settee. It's like a it's a type of couch. Oh. It's like a small couch in your entryway. I did not know that. I didn't know either. Huh. That is not the right room for it. <laughs> no, I think it's... there's a door outside in this room, isn't there? There is. Yeah. Oh, a door I, that I, leads I to the it. outside, and this appears to be where this black sludge is leading from and a 20 was not very good. Oh no. Out of the settee the fabric begins to writhe and move and fist shaped leech or fist shaped ticks (gasps) exit the piece of furniture skittering across the floor they begin to pursue. I need everybody to roll initiative. I really want to roll high. Freya, what you got? 24. Matumbe. 30, 20. Eclipse. I rolled an 8 and a 2 for a 3. Air Bear. 16. Freya, you're first to act. From where you are, you can't see what's going on in this room. I'm sure Air Bear kind of quietly... <laughs> yells out tick swarm that sounds so gross without being able to see it can she roll any sort of knowledge check yeah, knowledge nature okay Ooh, i love a swarm when all my in, uh, energy control is gone love that i'm desperately searching through my sheet i have nothing and it's it's barren i have I know. some burst spells but one of them is sound burst and this room might be a little uh Ah, learning from your mistakes. Just collapse it on (laughs) them. Right? (laughs) Yes, please, because we don't have anything I despise. We are chasing this baby. We have to save the baby. Uh, Unfortunately, without being able to see the creature, Freya doesn't know much with a six. Yeah, that's not going to get you anything, unfortunately. Also, unfortunately, you're going to have to be further in to do anything to this swarm. You're around the corner. I'd say. Matumbe has the swarm would have cover from anything from Matumbe. Anyone further behind Matumbe won't even be able to see it where it is. But you could take a five foot step and still not be able to see the swarm, but once it becomes in line with us. Yeah. Yeah, Frey will take a a five foot five foot step behind Eclipse, so we're all down one line through the doorway here. Hoping that if it does move up or people move into the room, she'll get better line of sight. Uh, So if she is able to see this creature, I'd like her to ready a sound burst, if she can get the sound burst off without hurting one of her companions. Sure. That sounds like a good plan. Next to the order is Matumbe. All right. If it's got cover from me, that means I can see at least part of it. I'd like to roll that nature check. Sure. Oh, yeah. 39. 39. That's four questions. All right. uh, Defenses. Here we go. Defenses. Let's see. It's got swarm traits. uh, And it's immune to mind-affecting effects and weapon damage. 
Okay. Special abilities. Special abilities. It can cling to you. So if you leave the tick swarm square, you continue to take the swarm damage until you make a reflex save to get rid of it or take 10 points of damage from an area effect. Oh, That's pretty horrendous. Uh, also, that reflex save will cost you a full round action. Wow. As you're like brushing them off. Yeah. It makes sense that uh, that sucks. In addition... No, the ticks do. What? <laughs> you said that sucks. Taking a full round. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blindsided me with that one. In addition, the ticks uh, deliver a disease mm-hmm. upon uh, attacking you. Freya, about to weaponize well, uh, ticks. You need to ask about special <laughs> attacks for some of the other stuff. Yeah, that's where I'm going next. Special attacks. Okay, it's got blood drain, which uh, any round you are in a tick swarm, it can drain your blood, dealing 1d4 con damage. Mm-hmm. It can also distract you uh, if it is on you, makes it difficult to cast spells. And the disease ticks generally deliver is the bubonic plague. Okay, he's reali- he's relaying all of this to his uh, companions. And then I think I have one more question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, uh, players, is there anything else you guys want to hear? So some of Freya's uh, area of effect spells only will damage evil creatures. So if you could figure out if these are evil creatures, because ticks are kind of inherently evil in real life, so maybe. I don't think that's true. (laughs) Ticks are horrible. They are a valuable part of our ecosystem. They spread so much disease. They're disgusting. Delicious. (laughs) Alright, um... Uh, yeah, unless anybody has anything else, I'll just say, are they... Do they uh, skew towards any particular alignment? Dead center. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. Is there any way to shut the door and then uh, them not come underneath? They're fist size. This door might have to be pretty nasty. You think that as a swarm, they can pretty much squeeze? Damn it. I suggest that perhaps Freya damage these if she can. But the rest of us should make a hasty retreat. And there, bear, close the door. Uh, Emmatumbe is going to start making a retreat. God damn it. 5, 10, 15, 20 into the difficult terrain. 30. Uh, 35. He's just going to kind of run back to that altar room and, and hold off. Sure. Bear, bear. Oh, thank goodness. I was so worried. <laughs> It was gonna, it was gonna engulf us in this line. Yeah, I will do the same. So you shut the door and then you make a single move out of there. That is correct. All right, I don't have the movement to make it onto the stairs, but I can make it uh, beside Freya. Okay, it is the tick swarm's turn. It's gonna move sixty feet. Oh dear. Does it? Does it get difficult terrain? It does get difficult terrain from the door, uh, but it's just going to fully engulf our friends here. And unfortunately, the way a swarm attack works is uh, if it's in your square, it deals the damage. 
Freya, your sound burst would go off if you'd like to use it when they get under the door. However, I don't know what the radius is on that or if you'd be able to avoid eclipse with it. So sound burst is a 10 foot radius. So if she's able to cast it, you cast it like right on the door right on the door, um, then it wouldn't hit eclipse. Sure. Go ahead. Kind of save. I need a fortitude save. It's only a 15. That does not succeed. So it's actually stunned for one round. So does that mean it is not able to engulf us? Uh, I would say so. It would be stunned in the doorway here. Awesome. All right, and let me roll this sonic damage. So incredibly clutch. Max damage with eight. Eight. Nice. Feels like it does more than that. Awesome. Impressive. All right, the tick has moved as far as it can move, but it's been stunned. Eclipse. Eclipse is going to cast Flaming Sphere. Okay. And put it right where the, right at the door. Right at the door. And therefore, uh, this will take damage. Yep. And it's stunned. Is that a reflex for me? Yes. It's only an 18. That saves. So, no damage. Well, hold on, let's see. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't look like a stunned creature takes a penalty to reflex saves. It's just a minus two on AC, loses its dex bonus to AC, if any. Uh, it drops everything it's held and can't take actions, so... Okay, great. So then the rest of Eclipse's turn will be spent going 5, 10, 15, 20 back towards Matumbe. Okay, Freya. That was my one area of effect that can affect uh, a creature that's not evil and is not undead or take damage from positive energy. But Freya does have a stone shape. And from this map, it, and the, the walls here are stone. This is a very small hallway. If t- Freya takes a five foot step up, mm-hmm. touches the corner, and then just shapes stone to completely block off the hallway, trying to make it as tight of a seal as possible, would that be possible? She gets... Read me the text of stone shape. All right. You can form an existing piece of stone into any shape that suits your purpose. While it is possible to make crude doors, coffers, and such forth with stone shape, fine detail isn't possible. And there's a 30% chance that any shape, including moving parts, does not work. So she essentially wants to like shift the wall over to close it off. And, and it's sh- a normal one action casting. It is one action, it's a touch spell, and she gets up to uh, 10 feet plus one cubic foot per level, so she gets 19 cubic feet of stone to move. Absolutely you can. Take the outside wall, turn that into an inside wall. Yeah, you can can essentially close the blinds on these creatures as you uh, as you do your best to make a perfect seal which you have so much space that you can manipulate that I'll say you can I mean that's going to be a solid stone wall you're out of combat incredibly well done thank you I'm sitting here the only thing I have is flaming sphere (laughs) like that's it I had knowledge check and run away (laughs) 
That was my nice. toolbox for that encounter. All right, another perfect card. This is the Fiend. It's actually a very aquatic-looking creature that is devouring human... Uh, looks like some sort of humanoid. And it is an evil card. Okay. So you do hear, like, the skittering as the door or as this wall you create seals up and maybe catches a couple ticks in the top of it as they try and climb over the top. Their blood just spatters uh, as they're crushed at the top. They make these just crunches. Think of a fist-sized tick popping. Oh, um, horrible. And Still like a just ball of fire sitting there, like, right at the wall, yeah, too. and... You are smart enough to know, Air Bear, that peeked into the room that that was the, like that was the leaky room. So maybe when you go outside, you probably don't want to go in that door again. But otherwise, you only really have one direction to go on this floor. Well, I would say that was a rousing success. Let's check for the child. So you guys head through the busted up uh, dining room and you open the door to the next room stealthily, question mark? Yeah. In the busted up dining room, I don't want to spend any time, but I have like a passive at least 21 perception without rolling. Is there anything cool in here? Uh, Chandelier was probably valuable once. Uh, Actually, if you look up, you see that there's a library above you. Matube starts to climb. <laughs> Use that rope. <laughs> yes, I'm going to try and lasso books. It, it looks pretty weathered as well. Uh, why don't you make me a real perception if you want to, if you're interested in the library? I'd love to, yeah. Books on books on books. That's going to be a 37. Okay. It looks like it was a pretty impressive library when it was not destroyed uh-huh. but you do see some oddly intact items up there uh, but again it, yeah. without going up there you can't really okay can't but- really figure it looks like there's weirdly enough it's like cloth bags that you would think would have been weathered but they're not mental note for later he'll point it out to the crew uh, and we make it upstairs eventually. Something to remember. And that's all. Sure. Stealth at the door. Perception at the door. Guidance for the stealth. 30. 30. Yeah, 30 is enough to open that door silently. Although the door is aged. It definitely feels like some of the other doors you felt in here, like somebody's definitely been through here. Okay. There's a few, like, scuff marks on the on the uh, ground from the door. Yeah, and it feels like this door should have been swollen into the frame, and it, it pushes easily for you. Okay. Why don't you guys make me perception check here? 38. I'm going so stealthy that I've only got a 13. Okay. You're focused on stealth. <laughs> yes. A dirty 30. Dirty 30. 26. Yeah, everybody but Air Bear can hear the faint burbling of a baby. Now that all there is between you is one door, it definitely sounds like it's coming from the room to the north. How, how many doors? 
You've opened this door, so there's only one door ahead of you at the end of this hallway. And you would call that... A door. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Do we hear anything else, like any talking or like footsteps? You hear what sounds like a jangling. So there could be something else in the room, too. Or it could be like... Little kids love playing with like oh, keys or like mm-hmm. that shit that hangs over like a crib that they whack and it bounces around and shit. I don't know. I don't have kids. They're children's Watch Steve. out, all right? <laughs> They're not gonna whack. Give me one of those kids things where they, you know, fucking paw and shit. Kids, I don't they know. make like flushing noises and stuff. Like, yeah. like what cats do. Yes. <laughs> kids, kids love pawing at stuff. Just like cats. Uh, okay. There's definitely something in this other room. Are you stealthily opening the door? Guidance. 29. 29. You open the door. You think you've been quiet this whole time. But as you open it, you see three men standing in the room. One of them making the jangling sound with keys. I knew it! Above a baby. (laughs) uh, A baby lying kind of on a swaddled in blankets, but lying on a bench. And in this room, there's a shuttered lantern casting a pale glow kind of in the confines of this room. The windows are shuttered, so it's there's enough light to see, but it's kind of this eerie, shadowy light. And you see two recognizable figures the two members of the esoteric order of the indomitable sea that ran away and one man dressed in what appears to be vicar's robes oh dear uh oh i would like to proposition that the two guys should be shaken from seeing us after we massacred the rest <laughs> of that temple if we can get any bonus at all that'd be great Well, here's the bonus that I'm going to give you. You knew something was in here. They did... Only one of them noticed you coming. So I'm going to give you guys a surprise round in which one of the cultists can act. Unfortunately, Herbert has used his surprise round action to open the door. However, everyone else gets a surprise round action. So why don't we all roll for initiative here? All right. Freya, what's your initiative looking like? 19. 19, not bad. Matumbe. 17. 17, little more bad. Herbert. A lot more bad with 10. Man, I think oh. you're so dexterous. I don't understand. You're always at the bottom of this. Yeah, like, I rolled a four. Except for Eclipse. What's Eclipse got? Oh, I rolled a five and a four for a five. Five. Wow, I had you guys in the right order. Okay. First in the order, only one of these cultists actually noticed you with Herbert's solid stealth. So the cultist to the west is going to swift action, cast a spell on himself, and then he is going to... Ooh, what do I want to do with him? Just realized he's a little too close to... Uh, standard action charge air bear, unfortunately. 
You said one of them's dressed in vicar robes or vizier robes? Vicar. I thought we killed the vicar. There are several vicars, ah. one vizier. I have no idea how religion vicar works. Vicar is the lower, the worst one. I don't understand religion. Yeah, why not? Air Bear, make me a will save. Oh, boy. Yeah, I really want to roll this one again. Use my resolve, because that is uh, five on the die. Oof. Some say it couldn't be done, but I rolled another five. Which goes to? Twelve. Twelve. Uh, you are held in place. This is so much fun. Freya, you can act. However, this is the surprise round, so uh, only a standard action or a move action. And Freya probably does not know that Air Bear is held in place. No, at this moment. Okay. If you could look into my eyes, they would tell you. But Freya is way behind you, so. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like all of this is happening in a flash. Like, Air Bear gets the door open. You see these guys. One of them kind of turns to you, but the other two are still coddling this baby. And so you don't notice that the one that turns at you, like, does something to Air Bear. Mm. But you're you're kind of snap reacting to seeing these guys in this room. You know the baby's in here, but I think where you are, you probably can't even see the baby. They're not, like, holding it. Okay. That is a good distinction. So... Freya knows the child is in here, can't see it, but can see these three evildoers uh, that are threatening this child. So in an instant, she throws a burst of radiance out and she's gonna try to aim over, it's a 10 foot radius, so she's going to get all of them and she's gonna try to have it hit like a little bit up in the air. She might affect the child, yeah, so I think this is where we got to talk about nature versus nurture. <laughs> is the baby inherently evil because it comes from a cultish town? Yes. Or is it raised that way? No, the baby will, the baby will not uh, Has be, it been baptized yet? I mean, it's been sent to the neighbors. <laughs> In Freya's heart, she believes that this child is innocent and not evil, uh, and this spell will only damage evil creatures, so I am going to need them to make a reflex save. Sure, I can do that. My, uh, my cultists. Ooh, one is a natural one. That's the guy in white that just acted. The other one is not great either with a 17. Meets beats. So, the one that failed is blinded for three rounds. The one that succeeded is dazzled for two rounds, uh, but they're all still going to take damage. And does, does she is she able to hit all three? Yeah, easily okay. if you just center that shot right yep. in the middle of the room. What was the, How long was the blinded? Three rounds. Three rounds of blinded and two rounds of dazzled. That is correct. And let me roll the vizier, okay. or the vicar. God, I'm missing about that. <laughs> The Vickers uh, save as well. I'm pretty sure throughout all of these episodes, they've been used interchangeably. Natural 20 for him. Oh, all right. Well, that's going to succeed, but he is still dazzled for three rounds. Sure. And they all take max damage, or they're all going to take the full amount of damage. There's no having. 15 points of damage to each of them. As long as they are all evil. Yes, they are all evil. 
Great opening volley here with a standard action, Matumbe. Cultists, we have been sent here by May. Truly powerful forces. <laughs> Unhand the child. Though you will be defeated anyway. Um, there's not much I can do with just a standard action here um, in the surprise round. So I'm just going to do a little self-buffing here. Matumbe casts Shield of Faith on himself. Purple energy gl glows around him. Bumping up his deflection bonus uh, to AC a little bit. Sure. Here, Bear, uh, you kind of used your standard action for the surprise round out of turn, but you're held anyway. Uh, and then Eclipse. Mm -hmm. um, Eclipse is going to Bane Humanoid on her weapon. Okay. And also stay right here for now. Yeah, well, you only get a standard action, so. Oh, yes, yeah, it is a surprise round. Mm -hmm. So at the top of the round, we have a blind cultist and another cultist that get to act. Uh, oh boy, the blind one, they saw you enter the room. So the blind one is going to step up and swing at the doorway because I think he, you know, he still saw you. So the blind one kind of steps up to the corner, not the front front facing uh, spot, and he's going to attack at Air Bear. A bear, Air Bear. This is against your uh, paralyzed AC, but um, we'll see. If he hits, I'll roll my percentile. So that's going to be a 23 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, let me let me roll. So 51 or higher, he hits you. It is a 40 on the nose, so he misses you. Hell yeah. Nice. I'm really glad I didn't take that to the nose. <laughs> the other cultist is going to swift action cast a spell on himself. He's going to step up and swing at Air Bear. The middle of the room, or middle of the doorway, or to the side again? He's going to go to the side again. I think they're trying to leave visibility for their um, their leader here. Ooh, that's not going to be very good. That's only a 14 to hit. Wow, that does not hit. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would. I think that might have saved my, my rat bacon. Saved your bacon, yeah. And then it is the vizier's turn. He's going to cast a spell, and I need everybody to make me a fortitude save. Spell oh, resistance? Spell resistance. Let me see if this is a spell resistance spell. Yes, there is spell resistance, so we will have to roll against that. Ooh, but he should have it with a 22. Oh, yeah, that succeeds. Darn okay. it. How's everybody doing on those? Why don't we start with Freya? A whopping 13. Okay, 13 fails. Eclipse. Uh, does this have anything to do with uh, disease, mind affecting, or shadow? No. Okay. Didn't roll great. 20. 20. Okay. So, I rolled. Because it's a new action, I've got another immediate action, thankfully. I needed to use resolve, for sure. And the final result, dirty 30. Dirty 30, okay. 10. 10, okay. So, sound burst goes off. Frey and Matumbe are stunned for one round. Everybody takes... Five points of sonic damage. He is now going to begin uh, 
talking about the prophecies of Father Dagon and imparting a sermonic performance to his allies. Freya, you're stunned. A spell is not as much fun when it's used against me. It is not. Matumbe, also stunned. Air Bear, you are held in place as per hold person. You can go ahead and make another will save. This one, uh, it'll be a full round action, but if you succeed, it'll stop you from being paralyzed. You got a 10 on the die. I think I need to use... I don't think you can. You just used it, right? Oh! Yep, you're right. Thank goodness. Yeah, 17. 17 beats. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. No longer held. Yeah, one of these these lesser guys cast it on you, and you you think they don't really have as high of a caster level. Mm. So that was your whole turn, but you're no longer held. Eclipse, you're the only one that really gets to act this turn. What do you do? Alright, I'm gonna 5, 10, 15 and put myself up there. I guess maybe if I go 20, they won't be flanking me yet, but they will soon. Okay, so only the one that is not blind is gonna get an attack of opportunity off on you. So I'm just gonna swing that now with his bonus because he is up. He definitely misses you with a 5 on the die. Alright, and then I'm going to. Should I be attacking the. the Big Betty or the, the Littles? What would Eclipse do? Probably bury her axe in the Big Bad, right? That, that sounds appropriate. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> nice. Alright, so I will try to attack the Vicar. We are helping the town. How'd you do? 28 to hit. 28 hits. Oh, actually, that would have been a 30 because of Bane Humanoid. I totally forgot. Okay, 30 still hits. I understand that. Hang on. <laughs> All right, so Bane damage is going to be six total. And then the rest of my damage is a 29. So 35 total. Yeah. Okay, you did not like that. I'd imagine that would be the case. Next in the order are the cultists. We're going to have a whole line of flanking. This is going to be flank city in here pretty (laughs) soon. You do see Eclipse as you're in here. The baby is to the east okay. on a on a bench kind of by this, by these two guys. But it's not a cute baby. It's really ugly. Uh, you think it's a pretty evil baby and it probably died because of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's weirdly quiet during this combat. So. <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> no, the baby is alive. It's no longer cooing, though. It's shrieking because it was blinded. Temporarily. Uh, Still blocked. <laughs> so our cultist friends, I think one is going to uh, keep attacking at the square it was attacking at because it doesn't, uh, it's blind. Okay, uh, 23 again. No. Yeah, I wouldn't think that would hit you now. The other one is going to... Oh boy, he's gonna five foot step. Yes. And attack Eclipse with that flanking what a bonus. Surprise! Eclipse. Because the Vicar has a, a, a weapon out, a yes, melee he weapon. Does. Out? He has a trident out. Interesting. Okay. Much like Caleb Voltero, he is a melee focused cleric. That is gonna be a 26 against you. 
That'll hit. Okay. These guys get a little bit of sneak attack damage. Okay. Okay. Two points of ice damage, four points of evil damage, nine points of sneak attack damage, and ten points of sickle damage. I feel like you, uh... Could have stopped after the first fifteen, but it's fine. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Nothing. So in total, that's what. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Nice. And he's been hit, so he's gonna fervor to heal himself as a swift action. It's the vicar's turn. The vicar is going to attempt to cast offensively here. He's got it. And he's going to cast... Make me a... Well, let me get a touch off on you. Teen on the die. He touches you. Make me a will save. 27. If it's mind affecting much higher, if it's shadow spell a little bit higher. You're good. You did not get touch of idiocy'd. Hell no. My mind is too strong for that. Hmm... He's not going to move. He's going to stay right there. It's Freya's turn. Freya shakes the stunned condition off as she takes a five-foot step up, yelling out to the cultists in the room ahead of her, Surrender the child. You will not corrupt her. And she emanates an aura of menace. Of course she does. So that's a minus two on a AC and attacks and saves. How quickly does that kid sh- shut up because <laughs> of the menacing look? Well, it's it's all enemies, so okay, the baby's okay. not an enemy to her. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, so Freya, aura of menaces, moves up. That's your whole turn, right? Yep, that's oh, what she does. How big is the aura? It's 30 feet. Oh, 30 feet? Okay. Yep. So then you, you do get the... Uh, Vicar. Matumbe, no longer stunned. Sweet. Matumbe picks up his shield and his book. So, uh, that's it. Sounds good. Air Bear. I would like to free action activate my boots of haste and then full attack this. How many rounds of that do you have left today? I still have quite a bit. Considering uh, four you rounds. used it for the church combat which lasted like 10 rounds. For a lot of that, I had haste from Freya. Or, no, from Eclipse, but... From Eclipse. Yes, okay. Yeah. And how many rounds is it per day? 10. 10, okay. Feast or famine on these, this sure. first set of three, uh, does a 22 hit? Yes. That's great news, uh, but not a critical threat. The next one, a 31, uh, with an 18 on the die, is a critical threat. Mm-hmm. And then 12. Okay, 12 is going to miss. Or I guess 14, technically. Would miss. Okay. <laughs> I will roll to confirm. You know what? I believe in you, Air Bear. How many of those you got left today? Three left. Now two. Remember how I was rolling so well that I got all those criticals before? Yeah. Alright, I'm rolling this one on the... With, without the dice roller. I don't trust it. I don't like it. Does a dirty 20 hit? Or uh, 22 with the flanking? How about 26? Or 26? Just as force. 26 hits. Yay! 
But a 22 would have hit. Write that down. Because you got an angry grandma. I, I already wrote it down, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next set. First one is a natty 20. Okay. And then a 23. Does that hit? Yep. Fantastic. 17? Or uh, 19, excuse me, with the flanking. 19 hits because of the minus two from the... Aura of Menace is coming in hot. Let's go. I will roll to confirm that. Oh, definitely confirms Natty 18. All right, roll me some damage. 99. 99 kills him. What's it look like? Oh, fantastic. He is facing Eclipse. Uh, Just tried to attack her, leaving his whole back uh, wide open. And I uh, carve an H into his uh, into his back as he's turned away. And cool it, Zoro. <laughs> yep, he drops dead. Tumbe. Ho ho ho! Here we go. Time to act today. All right, Matumbe is going to move past Air Bear to where he can threaten what looks like a blind cultist. And try and swing at him with the holy book. How's he look blind to you? Uh, we put the blind token on him. I just meant, how does Matube? Matube is just like, definitely, this guy's the blind one. <laughs> well, first of all, he's really kind of the only guy I can attack right now. Well, not really. I could move in and attack your vicar if you want. But um, maybe he's blinking a lot? Maybe. Looking up at the ceiling rather than his target. <laughs> he's looking directly at the wall. <laughs> Been making a lot of solid contact lately. 26? Yeah, he's blind. Come on. <laughs> Come on, you idiot. Obviously, he's blind. Eat this, Can't you, you, see him? you blind fool. <laughs> All right, minimum damage with a 11. 11, okay. I should have baned a blind man. Oh, wait. Why did... Fuck, I should not let you go. I don't know why I let you go. Air Bear's after you. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could we can roll that back. It's not that big of a deal. I don't mind. Yeah, it's not like I did a lot of damage back. or anything. Eclipse, you're up. All right, Eclipse. Now that she does not have a threat behind her, she is going to full attack at the vicar. Sure. Twenty-two. Miss. Okay. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven hits. Perfect. I have the same exact amount of damage as before for another 35. You chop his head right off. Yeah, I do. All right. All right. It's just a blind guy in the room, so I'm just going to let the two base round stand and say you killed him. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was stunned. You I picked with my the shit up and then got a hand me kill from my GM. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, I, what a great combat for Steve. Just because, you know, last combat we, we went through fucking eight rounds of you attacking yourself, so let's not do another useless three rounds of combat. He's, he's had practice. He's like, ah, the best leverage I found on my face. Uh, the most the, the most satisfying kill is a pity kill. Yeah. That's what the listeners come for, is pity kills. So... You find yourselves in the room, a couple dead cultists, 
and a baby. Freya will immediately go to the child and uh, try to calm it down. She understands this was a very scary situation, and she added to that. Um, and she'd also like to do a heel check uh, just to check out and see if it's okay. Sure. Oh, fuck. Now we're going to have to carry around this fucking baby all over this house. And- no, nah, leave it in the leech room. Uh, Play with the horse. Freya's going to want to take the baby to a safe location. This I can house cast is remove fear on it, and maybe it won't scream as much. So it sounds like Freya's going to say, all right, now that we no have the baby, shampoo. let's go back to town. <laughs> All right, that's a 27. 27. Nothing's wrong with this baby besides you blinding it. That's probably worn off by now. Uh, things last twice as long with newborn eyes. Oh, the poor thing. Uh, she will do her best to comfort it. Yeah, it looks like the baby's fine. It was taken here to, you think, give to the neighbors down bay. But doesn't seem like any down bay neighbors are here. Quick check the room. Sure, you look around. And also raid the bodies. Yeah, I figured oh, oh, that's, yeah. that's what you were really <laughs> wanting to do. Uh, you don't really find anything in this room. It looks like most of the furniture was actually broken apart to fuel the like small hearth and this larger lantern that they've been using to keep a fire going. So there's really only like this bench that the baby's been sitting on. However, yes, the bodies have stuff on them. The vicar has plus one scale mail, a plus one trident, a headband of inspired wisdom, ring of protection, and that's it. The plus one ring of protection? Yes, plus one. Gotcha. The other guys have plus one sickles and some masterwork armor and steel shields. That's all they got. So some coin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep, some coin here. So you found the baby. What's the plan? I think it's to go to bed, right? Yeah, Frey is pretty spent at this point. Um, But we... Do have a horse and an infant child. We could take the baby to Croon so that, like, we can't carry an infant through this house. Right. Or, like, into combat. That's not going to work. We can't just leave it in this house where there are, like, I mean, we just trapped a bunch of ticks in a room. Who knows how long it'll take for them to get out or find another spot. Freya's not going to be comfortable leaving a child alone in this house either. If if it's only a matter of time before the ticks get it, let's just give it to it now. So we want to go to Croons. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I agree with that. Like, we can't leave it anywhere. And we obviously need to take down the vizier because we do. We have not solved the mystery here yet, Mm -hmm. but we can't continue with this thing. Plus, yeah, I'm I'm drained dry. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you saddle up the now a bit healthier horse, somebody riding it with the baby. If anybody has actual ride checks, Freya does not, or doesn't have any points in. Of course our samurai does. (gasps) You're going to give the baby to uh, two two people can be animal cannibal over there. 
I don't there, know. There is no other room. It can only be me on the horse uh, carrying the baby. I will be very careful. How? Yeah, How big is this child? Like it's a, the head. It's a yeah. I have some points in ride, but I don't think this uh, dried up starving horse could possibly carry Matumbe's <laughs> no, weight. No, uh, oh. you think the baby's about three months old? Fram might just opt to then carry it as we walk. Okay. Yeah, I think if I sat on it, it would just <laughs> just break it. Back. Just you guys are, you guys are kind of taking the baby and the horse to safety. Is what's really happening here. That's what's happening. All yeah, right, I'm gonna ride the horse then. That's fine. Sure, you can ride the horse. Its back cr- pops and cracks as it moves. <laughs> Even just carrying you is just a, such a burden to this almost dead horse. You leave the property. Uh, you get a about hundred yards from the front door and Matumbe stops dead. And as he kind of like his arm swings forward and you see the tips of his fingers start to crack and blister and just a little bit of ash falls off of him. And then he just stands there and turns back to the house and starts walking towards it. Unfinished business. I'm assuming we notice that Matumbe is no longer with us and Freya turns back and yells out to him, we can't go back now. We must bring the baby to safety. Come on. You've gotten so far out from the house at this point, the ringing's all you hear. You can't hear anybody else talk. And he just keeps walking back towards the house. Much left to accomplish today. Busy day for a busy man, but no rest for the weary. This is frustrating. That's what this is. This is frustrating. We all had a plan, and he has turned around on it. We haven't seen anything that affected him very recently, like, that we would even think this is a reason for... Honestly, at this... He doesn't know either. Yeah, Eclipse is like, why are you not listening? And she's frustrated, and she'll jog back to catch up with him and uh, try and, like, shake his arm. Something. You notice her. Mm Mm-hmm. But you don't seem to care. Is Matumbe heading in a very specific direction or to the front of the house? Seems like he's just heading back to the property. If you let him walk, he would walk right back through the front door. Okay. Well, that's really frustrating for Eclipse, and she doesn't have anything that can stop it, and she doesn't have anything that she can do to potentially, like, and her patience is honestly gone. She's... She is tired, she is exhausted, and she's very, very uh, sick of it. Can I do non-lethal damage to Matumbe? He's not listening, he's not responding, he doesn't care, he's totally not listening to the party. I'd like to take the uh, handle of my axe and, and turn around and hit him. Is there a spellcraft we could do before this? No. I mean, even so, Eclipse is not really at this point, like, she's not in the mood to wait. This is, this is, 
We literally, we got through, we went through hell. We've gone through hell all day long. We wanted to rest. We couldn't because of the baby. We finally got the baby and he just turned around. And there's nothing we've seen that has affected him in the recent future or in the recent past that we th- that like Eclipse is putting two and two together. So that's why I want to do it on lethal damage to see if that jostles him. Because shaking his arm didn't do anything. Okay. You wind up making an attack roll. To do non-lethal for with a lethal weapon, there's minus like minus four. Minus four. Oh, I don't hit him. <laughs> I rolled very low. <laughs> Do I even respond to that? She swung at you? Yeah. Rage. You fool. What what does that mean? You want me to, like, yell at her? I think you shove her. Back off. I have business to attend to. And he tries to shove back. Yeah. Eclipse, you wind up again. Now Matumbe is getting violent here. And... You hear, hey, hold on a minute. Just calm down. I've been in his head before. Something's wrong with him. Something's not, something's not right. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, he seems to really want to go into that house. Remember the way he was standing earlier? Just lost. Something's going on there too, probably. Eclipse, uh, she takes a deep breath. She sighs and puts a hand to her to her head and, and kind of rubs her eyes. And, All right, Matumbe. We can go to where the horse was and sit in that area. Will that appease you? Does he listen or hear anything for that? Yeah, he heads to the stable. That seems reasonable. To leave things undone here would be foolish. Let me take a look at you. You're acting mighty strange. And if he allows it, um, Freya's gonna hand the baby to Air Bear. He's the only one that has not been physically fighting anybody right now. And she is gonna approach Matumbe very cautiously and try to do another heal check on him to see if uh, anything has progressed from what she saw previously with the well. Sure. Matumbe seems to have calmed down now that he's back to the house. Okay, that's good. She doesn't have to remove the gloves. Is there any sort of knowledge or spellcraft I can do now? No. Okay. 21 heal check. You can sense motive. Okay. 21 heal. 21 heal. He doesn't seem healthy. He seems kind of frail to you. Not as robust as the last time you checked up on him. It's been a long day and I am an aging fellow. 20 or 24 if he is under enchantment. Something's compelling him to stay here. You recognize this as not regular Mitsumbe behavior. Normally, he's one of the more logical of you. And he'd probably be the first to say that you should take a baby back. Not put it in danger. Okay. Uh, Knowing all of this and and knowing where we're kind of at, Eclipse turns to uh, Freya and kind of pulls her aside and says, Freya, I think you're going to have to go 
just you and you and Air Bear to take the baby to safety for the night. And then Matumbe and I are going to have to stay here. We can rest. I can be here and help take care of what is clearly someone who's not in their right mind. Freya looks from Matumbe to Eclipse and thinks for a moment. Eclipse has been acting very erratically today. Matumbe is also acting very erratic today. And she would be leaving the two of them together. Dream team. In an evil house. Are you? Oh. Uh, she, She does respond to Eclipse. Are you sure you can handle staying the night here? I'm exhausted. Mentally, physically, every bit of me is tired. But look, Matumbe and I have been... We have gone through a lot of horrible things together. I think we can make it through one night. You must promise me you'll stay together no matter what happens. You also think you could you could come back? Takes you about an hour to get back to town. Oh, okay. So we could split up for just a couple hours and then we could all rest mm-hmm. together. As long as the ba the doors and the blockades any other entrances that they might have I say that if we can we take the horse into town and we tell this uh, crack crackpot crew uh, what we have found here and then we return uh, with or without the horse whichever way it makes more sense and the, well, we take the baby. Well, it's a it's a long way back. You're gonna need a pack of snack. The the blanket is just soaking wet with drool. Oh God, Jesus! Freya takes the baby back. Uh, is initially hesitant, but agrees. I'm kidding. Yeah, you'll give it back. I can't see another way around this. If Matumbe can't leave, we have to split up to take the child back. Stay safe. Matumbe, internally, you're frustrated. You don't understand why they would want to leave this place. The thought of leaving didn't even really cross your mind until you passed a certain threshold away from the house. And then every step just felt like you were walking on needles. All you do is delay the inevitable. There's work to be done here. That is right. We are delaying the inevitable. We are coming right back. We have the horse. I will not pretend to understand your logic, for I do not. You do many things, bear that I would consider illogical, a common man would consider illogical, but... I cannot exercise control over you as much as I'd like to, so... You do you. And Freya, I'm disappointed. That hurts the worst. 
The feeling's mutual. We must save this child. If it's the only thing we save in this town, it'll be worth it. Who would have thought the only one who sees sense here is my oldest friend? Well, Matumbe, we are always usually a good pair, huh? Yes. Best friends, indeed. Split the party! Split the party! (laughs) Come, I have many stories to entertain you with while these fools are off running their errand. Sure. So, Erber and Freya head back to town. Yes. And Mm -hmm. successfully deliver the baby to Horace Croon. What Uh, what does Amir say when we get to Horace Croon? Oh, great, you're alive. What did some rescuing this time? And she'll show the the baby. Oh, a baby. Uh, What exactly do you want me to do with this? Just keep her safe for now. We'll be back for her to get an appropriate house for her, a family. I don't have any diapers. Well, I have my own, but I wouldn't fit a baby. The mayor said that we could, we had the uh, full extent of the law on our hands, so we forcefully took the baby, and now we are uh, we are returning <laughs> it to you, and we. I am undeputizing you. <laughs> are you now? You're stealing babies for the right reasons. <laughs> I don't really understand what your right reasons are, but uh, great. Just add more trouble to my list. I'm deducting, like, I was going to give you guys an award originally. Now you owe me money. You owe me a babysitting fee. So we can take that out of the treasure that we've uh, guaranteed. Did you at least take care of the vizier? Well... The, this is why are, you back, why are you back in town? I, did, I just don't understand why you would possibly come back to town if you haven't finished your job. We had to save this child. I don't know whose kid that is. Is it even where'd you even find him? It is yours. It's no. not was your your responsibility now. For a short, we met the parents. We know. Her true family. She was taken to give to the neighbors. We oh, you, so you stop the tradition that goes on in town. She's an infant. It doesn't look like she's hurt in any way. Because we saved her. She w- clearly wasn't hurt by her captors prior to this. Don't look at me. She's this <laughs> There's a fine layer of drool on her. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's from you guys. So that is how we found her. There's a lot of water around here. I'm just for if you would just leave because I'm about to fly off the handle. I'm going to have to take care of a baby and I have to be in Croon the Crackpot's auxiliary shed. That's where I get to stay now because you guys couldn't finish your fucking job. Brooks, sweeten the deal a little bit with an emaciated horse. (laughs) Okay, so hear me out. We will return the horse. Horace, can I borrow a bomb? <laughs> we will return the horse to you after we get it. Uh, after we return back to the mansion with it, 
and finish our jobs. I don't have a stable, but I could keep it. Just like the baby, you will be a very, very nice pair to take no care one, of this along with the baby. No one expects to take on this much responsibility this late in life. We are I feel invigorated. <laughs> I feel like a man 30 years younger. Okay, so you guys drop off the baby. How about Eclipse and Matumbe? You have about two hours where the rest of the party is kind of lagging behind. What are you doing? Probably hanging out and resting. I mean, like, I don't think yeah. there's anything interesting, really. You have part of the doors, at least. Oh, you're going to rest? I mean, no, but you know what I mean? Like, like relaxing, not sleeping, resting. So you're not exploring any more of the place I wouldn't, looking for the I would want I would prefer to actually like you know busier possibly what he's doing maybe even uh put uh, actually no you know what I, I'm gonna I want to put a trap on the doorknob which which the, room are you staying in? the, the we, we would we were in the stables um so I would like to put a trap on the so doorknob you have enough to traps house. to do three traps I guess technically six, five or several knobs. Like at least the knob going to the rest of the house. Okay, the knob leading into the house. The other two sets of double doors you'll just kind of leave. I can do five. Okay, five exactly. Hope your friends don't come back soon. Well, I would uh, need them to make sure that they say something, which I'm sure we would talk about before they left. It didn't sound like it you didn't, did. Didn't sound it like sounded it like up. you took Matumbe back and were like, just get the fuck out of here and take the baby. We are expecting the doors to be like locked and barred, so it's like it's not going to be worth it to just barge right in. But yeah, does that make sense, uh, at least to Matumbe, to like, at least the one going to the house? That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay, I'm going to put a, one of those nodes of blasting. Okay. I don't think I would need to do any others. I would just be wet, ready to go. Zima, you feel fully normal now. Hmm. Oh, back to normal. You don't really know that you weren't normal. What does that mean? Like, you don't really remember shoving Eclipse or even really trying to leave. Interesting, okay. He doesn't You're remember Freya to leave, but he does he remember like you Freya vaguely, and Air Bear You vaguely remember Freya and Air Bear having to go. Okay. Weird. Yeah, sure. Okay. And so I, I imagine maybe we make some small talk or something, but we gotta start resting, so that's happening. Okay. So I mean it's it's two hours later, the rest of the group gets there, and time passes. So you're all reunited. You take the nodes of blasting off and, I guess, reapply them if you can? Or can you not do that? I mean, I only put one on. Oh, okay. Uh, but nothing really happens. You don't hear... You, uh, you hear the sounds of a creaky old house. But Is this you, all night long? Or? Is that what you're talking about? Or just the two hours passing? The two hours pass. Okay, okay. You guys make your small talk. Freya and Air Bear make it back. Okay. After an argument with the mayor again. <laughs> Completely unprovoked. Unprovoked, yeah. Completely. <laughs> Here, I'm just going to dump a dying horse and a baby on your front porch. You may as well have just left it in a basket with a note. It might have been a better plan, yeah. A lot safer than being in this house, though. 
if it was going to be with us. So you guys come back and you rest. Before we rest, Freya is going to attempt a spell. So she's going to be re-preparing spells anyway. She casts Dispel Evil on herself. And so she kind of gets a white, shimmery, holy energy around her. And while covered in the shimmery light, she reaches out to Matumbe, touching him. And with this touch, she can automatically dispel one enchantment spell or any one evil spell. Um, And a spell that can't be dispelled by dispel magic can't be dispelled by dispel evil but she's just gonna try it to end uh that effect on his mind because she doesn't know what it is so she's just shooting in the dark sure yeah i mean while you're here you can't really tell okay if it did anything or not i appreciate the effort but i think you're wasting your time i feel just fine we'll see how you feel when we try to leave again we might not know until you try. Never try to leave. That was you. Your mind deceives you. you My don't. mind has never been sharper, but I appreciate the consideration. Trust me, coming from a friend, you're not yourself. And at that, like, he kind of maybe starts to think something might be a little up because Freya doesn't play that card and she previously did help fix his mind within the last couple days. So maybe he starts to question, but obviously, Griff, I I know that he doesn't know something's wrong. Yeah. It gets late. I assume you're keeping a watch. Yeah. And also, Eclipse is still in... It's the same problem as before. If she lets go at all to rest and lets her mind wander... She might as well give herself over to the lava. But if I don't, we're all screwed because you're going to be basically down a full party member. So I think she needs to have a bit of a conversation in her head. Maybe while someone else is on watch and not Eclipse. But Do you have the conversation in the room in front of everybody? I think she'd go to a corner, but she wouldn't leave the room. She's not going to leave the room where everyone else is. Okay. That would make zero sense. <laughs> so who's on watch when you do this? Who's first watch? Let's go roll off for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Air Bear probably who, should take middle watch because he doesn't say, need mm-hmm. to sleep. The only one we know for sure it won't be is Air Bear. So we could just roll off between Freya and Matumbe. Sure. Hires on watch. Sounds good. Nine. Ten. There you go. It's Freya's on watch. Freya's on watch. And you can hear her plain as day, or Eclipse talking to herself in the corner. She's not sleeping. Freya's going to keep watch of the room, but also pay attention to what Eclipse is saying, uh, because she was acting strange earlier in the day, and she knows that the lopper is in her head. Yeah. So yeah, Eclipse is going to turn inwards. Although she again has is so fatigued at this point that the words she would normally try to keep within are coming out. Maybe not in the perfectly clear sentences, but Freya enough that Freya can hear. So she turns 
uh, in, in, so now headscape, right? Um, <laughs> with uh, the lopper and, and Eclipse, uh, she would turn to him at least and, and say, we got a problem here. I'm, I'm going to lose all sorts of control if I go to sleep. I can't, can't keep you here. <laughs> Did you think I know that? But here's the thing. I'm in a bad state. This body's in a bad state. Give it to me. It's not I care of it better than you do. It's not gonna get better, because it's already in a bad state, so we have two options. You can go out with this clearly hurt and problemed body. Or you could just wait until I am better. And then we can continue with the same plans we've had. <laughs> Remember when you forced me into a deal? You know, when you had the upper hand and you decided, hey, why don't I give the good old, good old Vance, why don't I give him the short end of the stick? Well, my other option is I could have gotten rid of you. You could have, but you didn't. And I'm still here. And so I'm going to give you an option too. You and I both know this body's going to die tomorrow if you don't go to sleep. And I know you don't want to give it to me. I know you don't. At least not right now. You're in a you're in a kind of bit of a pickle, right? <laughs> you're in a bad spot. You and I can both see that if you don't help Matumbe, he's going to be stuck here. You're starting to think of these guys as your family, too. I can tell. You don't want me to hurt them. And I said I wouldn't. They were part of the original deal. Well, not Air Bear, but the other two. That's fine. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to leave you alone. And in return, I get to call in a favor. You want to go to sleep tonight? Go ahead. But on another night of my choosing... I get to take the body out for a spin. <laughs> the clock's ticking, Eclipse. I can tell you're getting real tired. What's it gonna be? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's a lot of options here besides taking my chances and seeing if I can actually hold out. I need to sleep. You know, there, there are a couple other options, though. <laughs> you see, if you get yourself killed tomorrow, I'll just take your buddy. You don't lead me to a body. I'll take the nearest one. He was pretty strong. So if you die tomorrow because you didn't want to go to sleep, then I know where I'm headed. And unfortunately, your spirit isn't stronger than me. So I think I might keep you around too. Oh, Jesus. And again, Eclipse is going to rub her eyes and her head and... and yawn a little and she goes I just I need to sleep it's a deal alright hey listen I'm not always such a bad guy you and I really never even talked about it it's not like I was killing little kids or something that got me in that prison <laughs> in fact I wanted to help that little girl out too 
You hate to see parents separated from their children. It's one of the worst things that can happen to a parent. It drives you a little mad. Makes you do things you wouldn't normally do. I think it's good that your friends brought that little girl back to her parents. Who knows what would have happened to them if they found out, if they found out what happens when these girls get taken down bay. You've seen the iconography. I saw it too. <laughs> I don't think it's all sunshine and rainbows for these kids. Might have made her dad do something he would regret. Ferris Stone Prison was still around. <laughs> he might get sent there. Just makes you think. It's nice to know that not every action you've taken was psychotic, so maybe we can talk about that another time. But like I've said, I've made this entire deal, everything I've done, so that I can get some sleep. Okay, let's shake on it. So she, yeah, she'll cast out her uh, spiritual hand and shake on it. And Frey, you can see just a a black spot of corruption form on the back of Eclipse's hand as she's having this strange one-sided conversation in the corner. And you're really not picking up what the Lopper is saying. You really only hear what Eclipse has said. But also at that sign of corruption, you suddenly see what was pr- probably a very furrowed upset looking Eclipse sigh, shoulders slack a little and all signs of concern and and stress go off of her face as she looks calm now. She probably just falls asleep. I think with that, we'll finish our drinks because we'll see you next week. I knew it. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.